Welcome to the Essay for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I'm your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and our topic today, what to make of REITs in real estate. Do they play similar roles in a portfolio? I've often advocated making real estate a key component of one's investment strategy. My preferred approach being a simple, equal-weighted portfolio where stocks, real estate, and cash are equally divided. To this, one seeking alpha reader, Bubba J.M., asked an astute question. Could we count REITs in the one-third of one's portfolio that goes to real estate? His reason for asking was compelling. Bringing up the current 10% of his net worth invested in real estate to one-third of his portfolio would require too much work, a pain he could easily avoid were he to raise the REIT component of his stock portfolio from its current 15%. Fantastic question. After some thought, my non-expert opinion is that REITs would not be the best substitute for real estate. Here's why. The academic research literature I've examined suggests that REITs correlate highly with small cap value stocks. As some of these studies were 10 or more years old, my opinion is that future studies may show an increasing correlation with mid-cap value stocks, given how much REITs have grown in recent years. You can see the relationship. Value stocks are cheap relative to various fundamentals, which could include dividends, in which case they'd have high yields. REITs are required to distribute 90% of their income to shareholders in the form of dividends, giving them high yields. And except for a handful of very large cap REITs, most are found lower down the capitalization range. One can also see that REITs act very much like stocks in their risk, volatility, and perhaps of greatest relevance in their drawdown characteristics. REITs provided no safe harbor during the global financial crisis. When stocks fell 57% between October 2007 and March of 2009, REITs fell 70%. In contrast, actual tangible real estate, whose problems precipitated the global financial crisis, fell just 25% over a period of 27 months between 2007 and 2009, as measured by the Case-Shiller Index. Physical real estate has unique advantages. All the while it climbs in value, you can live in it or rent it out. Plus, you can leverage the bank's money via your mortgage loan. Since most people desire to buy a home, and since it's usually the largest purchase a person makes in his lifetime, I've encouraged the idea that real estate, with its parallel yet different growth characteristics, be seen as one part of the tripod of safe but successful long-term investing. However, in a case like that of our inquirer, whose net worth is above average, more real estate can mean a lot more hassle, as anybody who's ever been a landlord can appreciate. So what could he do? I'm not opposed to REITs, but personally speaking, I'd rather own small cap value stocks, which would include REITs, and not be so concentrated in these securitized slices of risks and dividends tied to just one market sector. But that's not really the question anyway. Bubba JM likely owns small cap value stocks and may not need any more. The real question is what might give us something of the desired characteristics we'd otherwise find in physical real estate. My very non-expert thought, and please conduct appropriate due diligence if you're going to consider this idea, would be to explore agricultural investments, especially in farmland if possible. The reason is that the point of the real estate investment is to purchase something whose value is inherent, which diversifies the portfolio. That would be true of land with a crop yield, which inherently produces income. And a 2013 paper by Martin Kremers suggests that farmland and certain other alternative investments produce significant diversification benefits to a portfolio including stocks without evidence of deteriorating overall performance. 
I recollect that Midwestern farmland was the first major asset to rocket in value over a long stretch after the global financial crisis. But illiquidity begs the question about the hassle that may come along with such an investment. So I've looked at some agricultural ETFs, which perhaps could be considered as a close enough cousin. Most are too new to consider in tandem with the global financial crisis, but I like the fact that their five-year performance has been uniformly abysmal, which gives me hope that they might offer some genuine counter-cyclical diversification. Invesco's DBA is one such option, but I worry that these ETFs, besides their high expense ratios, tend to swing wildly with commodity price fluctuations. These ETFs, and perhaps certain farmland-based stocks, may be worth looking into, and perhaps there is or will be an easy way to invest in a syndicate of farmland. But I'm not at all convinced that any of these ideas are ready for prime time. So come to think of it, if I were Bubba JM, I might be more inclined to flush out my real estate portfolio, quote-unquote, with an extra dose of small-cap value stocks, with the idea being that, like real estate, they're less volatile than more growth-oriented stocks and are more apt to produce income and play out over a longer time period. Finally, a special note to listeners. Next month marks the launch of Seeking Alpha's new Let's Talk ETFs podcast. Hosted by my esteemed colleague and friend Jonathan Liss, the podcast features conversations with ETF issuers, asset managers, index providers, and investment advisors that explore ways ETFs can help investors reach their financial goals. The show will debut on Wednesday, July 8th. I encourage you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please leave a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others can discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.